This is Tylee. Hey, you guys. This is Hannah Hustle. And this is the I Know That's Right podcast. Hey, y'all. Do you know what episode this is? Episode three? Episode four. Episode four. <laughs> this is episode four. And we're starting this episode on um, families. We're just coming back from, you know, Christmas, Christmas Eve. And something that I was reflecting on a lot throughout the holiday was just the family that I came from and the family I created and the difference between the two. Um, something that I noticed is like for me, I feel like I'm more family oriented as far as events, as far as like making things special where before, like when it came to Christmas, my mom was more worried about getting me what I wanted versus making the day special for me. And I feel like what I'm doing now could be more valuable. And I know some people come from family where it was not about gifts at all, more about just being around family, more so about just the day, the pajamas, the cookies and everything else. And I just feel like um, holidays are when you realize most the difference between yourself and your parents. Um, Yeah, we're coming down off the holiday season. Um, I was very in tune with my family this weekend or this week. Um, I had hosted my first Christmas at my house um, with my significant other. And um, it was it was nice. Um, my siblings were there. Their kids were there. Um, my grandma was there. And yeah, my girlfriend and our kids. And it was a good one. Um, I don't know. We're talking about the family we are in now right and versus the ones what we were or we like we come from like so for me like one thing that I noticed most is just like it wasn't anticipation for Christmas it was more so anticipation for the gift we got like I always knew that one big thing I asked for on Christmas I'll get and for me growing up Christmas was just that hour or three during the morning where you're opening gifts there wasn't really cooking, baking later. It wasn't really sitting in the living room with all the family. It was more so wake up as early as you can, open your gifts, enjoy your gifts, and play with them for the rest of the day versus now I'm more into setting a tone and mood and like just anticipation and a vibe for my kids. Like Christmas should be more than just presents. Like for me, I, I really rather give people, give my child like an experience, like make sure I'm looking to like take them somewhere versus give them gifts because these toys get played with for an hour or two. Yeah, um, we were actually going to bring our kids somewhere for Christmas this year too, but we decided against it, um, which we end up, we should have just did anyways. But we um, decided to go against it, but us having our um, celebration at our house was cool. Um, I don't think that it's much different from how I was raised. Um, I was raised by my grandmother. So I think that she was more old fashioned. It wasn't about the gifts that we were getting. Um, of course, I mean, being a kid and getting Christmas gifts, you're going to be excited and kind of anticipate that part, regardless of the traditions that you have surrounding it. But, um, my grandma definitely raised us to, uh, she cooked every Christmas, you know, the gifts as well. And then we always hung out with family as well. Um, my grandma has a lot of siblings. I think she's one of seven and, um, all of their kids were pretty much here up until my later years of life, um, here in Minnesota. So we were always get together. Um, you know, her siblings have grandkids that are our age, like she does. And, um, yeah, we just always got it together with my cousins. We wake up at my auntie's house, open up our gifts there. They always were cooking. We ate big breakfasts. Um, also, my family is from the South as well. So that's just something that they do. Um, they celebrate really hard um, for 
Thanksgiving and for Christmas. So I think that that's what I'm going to be teaching my kids. And I think that that is the algorithm that they got yesterday for Christmas. I think like for me, and also I wasn't really able to go into adulthood with my parents or just like really at all. Like I come from a household where like, you know, really a single household where my mom had three kids and was forced to work multiple jobs just to like, you know, provide for us or to even give us good Christmases. So it was always a lot of gratification for anything she gave to us. But as far as like being able to spend the day, there there's was many Christmases where I just got to spend the morning with my mom. She only could see us opening gifts and she had to go on to make money to provide for us for the rest of the month. So I don't think what I experienced was more so due to a lack of care, but it was just like a lack of time that I think that people within our age group and from this generation experience different. And I also think like just my holiday experience experience is just different because it is just you know like me I have my grandma which is she's probably not the one who's supposed to be running holidays because she's my grandma she has a daughter who by now would be doing that and it's kind of put on to me because I'm next in line because she's not here anymore so that's just something that I've kind of noticed too are just even for people who have those experiences I realize the experiences my son's like just as far as having a grandma instead of their great grandma to um, spend this day with our you know, so it's just about those things and just setting the tone for that for my kids and like just putting family more so above the gifts. Um, we have a five-year-old who was more so when it was time for Harlem, you know, our youngest to open the gift. He's like, oh, Harlem got that gift. It's so big when he had gifts that were even bigger. And I'm like, this isn't what the holiday is about. Like we're gifting you. We love you and you should appreciate it. But this isn't what everything is about. You should enjoy that you're able to and blessed enough to be around all your family, to eat food with your family and to to receive as much love because there's many kids and many families who experience this like never. <laughs> I think that if you want to go for more of the tradition instead of family, maybe look into celebrating Kwanzaa. Um, I think that with the Christmas uh, specifically, I think that, that that holiday is just designed, whether you want to admit it or not, or whether you try to aim for that or not, I feel like that uh, holiday specifically in that day is going to be anticipated as like a gift thing because that's Capitalism. just the way. Yeah. And I mean, that's just the way that Christmas has always really been. I think that's really the the purpose, you know what yeah, I'm saying, behind like, it. So I think that um, maybe black people specifically, um, should look into doing different traditions. Like I know there's a couple people on my timeline that are celebrating Kwanzaa this year, just to try it out and see how it may go. And I think that that focus is more on the traditions of Christmas and more of, and that's why it's less about gift giving in Kwanzaa than it is for more of the traditions to celebrate. And that's something that I'm just looking to do. I figure out what traditions best fit my, I, my ideology behind, like just my lifestyle. And I mm. feel like, um, this one, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't not what I wanted. I enjoyed myself. My kids enjoyed themselves. But I feel like I um, indulged in something that every day that I don't believe in. You know, like mm -hmm. as far as the overspending, the overindulgence, I did a lot of that. And if it wasn't for the Christmas spirit or the Christmas holiday, I wouldn't have. I've overspent in ways that I like. Not that I regret because I did see many people smile. Right. Um, and I'm very happy at that gratification. But overall, it's like... Was it needed? You yeah. know, like, do, do you need these expensive gifts to make your family happy? Do you need these, not even expensive toys, all of these toys right. <laughs> to make a child happy? And um, that's one thing that this Christmas holiday made me reflect on. Although I was very happy with the outcome, very happy seeing everybody else happy at the end of the night, I sat down like, next year, do I want to do this again? Right. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I definitely spent a lot of money during Christmas. And I, like I said before, I just think that it's more of a, like you said, capitalism and more. I think that's what Christmas is really just based around. Um, but it's I mean, sending on the old man flat for me. No, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we grew up in households and they tell you not to sit on nobody's lap. Right. <laughs> and now it's Christmas. Not got to go sit on this I old lie, man's my lap. Kid, my kids ain't never did that though. Like I, I've never, I've never. Never have I, I ever. Do I have a picture of Santa? I don't even think I have a picture of Never. Santa Claus. And my kids are bad. So weird. the beard is either getting pulled, the yeah. hat's getting snatched off. Yeah. It's, it's just not happening. Yeah, my kids. Uh, I have a pretty well-behaved 10-year-old, but my two-year-old is, it's not happening. <laughs> he would have looked at her. She would have looked at him like, y'all playing, right? <laughs> like, no, <laughs> she's not going for none of that. Santa but yeah. would have knew my son was on the naughty list before he walked up there. She would have turned him around like, uh-uh, yeah. <laughs> not you. Man, Christmas is crazy. Um, but I think that in our regards to the subject today, I think that, yeah, my my traditions growing up and now are pretty much the same. I've really just taken the torch and kind of just continued doing what my grandma basically did for years while we were growing up. I mean, it was about like cooking and enjoying each other's spirits as well, because we didn't come from a lot growing up either. So I think that that was also a thing as like I can relate to as far as just celebrating those traditions, because I mean, we did get gifts like any other kids. I mean, we weren't without on Christmas, but at the same time, like it wasn't now, more everybody so. Everybody get a PlayStation Five, right? Yeah, no, I don't think I know any kids personally in my family that got PS Fives this year. But um, I mean, hopefully I'll get them next year. <laughs> I don't know, or sometime after. I think it's just because tax of the season, hype, baby. No, it's because of the hype. Like even when it does become tax season with these PS Fives, let's touch on that really quick. No, I'm just gonna say, your for mama me personally, gotta be, your mama has to be a super. Ready on the internet, got my card ready. It's like a it's like a Jordan drop. Like once they're gone, they're gone. And I think that the, once the hype is passed for the PS5s, a lot of more kids will be able to get them because retail price, they're only as much as the other consoles when they came out, when they first dropped. So I don't think that it's the problem was the price. It's the problem of them being able to have access to them because they're going for so fucking they're going so fucking fast. And besides that, I also feel like um that that's like the biggest thing, like is being able to get it in with social media and being sold out. But also like, um, I don't come for a family where every Christmas we're getting some big cancel console. And if I did, Mm-mm. that's that's the only gift I got. And I feel like because these kids, especially kids like your you know, your daughter, she's ten, so she lived through the whole little Tay era where that little Asian girl was on in the internet acting rich as fuck and all oh, those she houses. Didn't, she she didn't get to the internet that quickly. Oh, look, I'm she like some, some, I'm like look, but there's kids who live through that and see that and think that's like Everyone else gets this. Like, no. Yeah. You're blessed to get what you get. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at the internet to think that's the standard because what more than likely what you see on the internet is the exception, is the one and only, is is the few that live like that. And I feel like that's what kind of takes away from the Christmas spirit, especially with um, presents and stuff. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I really noticed about this holiday is just like how differently like um, we raise our kids and things like that. Like where I was just more so I'm like... No, let's make these for Santa. My mom never let me believe into Santa because she was more so. I'm working three jobs to give you this, so you're gonna know I gave this to you, kind mm-hmm. of thing, which is not wrong at all. And I'm, I, I don't I think even... it's about how you. And I think there was a debate about this on Facebook like a couple of weeks ago, actually, about people that be- had their kids believing in Santa and uh, this, that, and the third. And I just don't believe that there's a right or wrong 
you know what I'm saying? It's subjective. I think this holiday is not, it's not a right or wrong thing for you to either have your kids believe in Santa or not, but have them believe in Santa. I don't think there's a right or wrong route, to be honest. I think it's all about how, like you said, how you raise your kids. Like, And I think it's about your lifestyle. Like, so there's some people out here with kids who are very privileged and think very privileged. So if you know, if you tell your kids these gifts came from Santa Claus and they may not appreciate them as much, because I know if I think a stranger gave me something and came through my chimney and just, <laughs> drop something off I may not appreciate it as much as knowing my mom worked for it because whether we realize it or not these 10 year olds these 9 year olds even these 6 year olds see you working see you going to work and they appreciate what you give to them so if I make it seem like somebody a magical man gave it to you they may not and they may act differently around it I've experienced kids saying, Santa gave this to me, not you. You can't take it. And that'll be the day. Yeah. Because <laughs> no. I'll whip you and Santa's ass. Yeah. Too bad Santa <laughs> don't exist. So <laughs> believe anything you want, I guess. Like, That's the kid's the like, you're not coming to my party. Like, mm, I made the party, but okay. How about a party won't happen today? Right. <laughs> These kids are so naive. But um, And I think it has a lot to do with the parents making them naive, too. Because, I mean, it, like I said, though, there's not a right or wrong route to go when it comes to believing in Santa or we're not believing in Santa. Like, I think I just, it goes about your parenting around it as well. Yeah. Because if you already have ungrateful kids, maybe it's not the best idea to make them think an imaginary man just Can't. dropped this off to them because exactly. they were well-behaved. Right, yeah. Because everyone's well-behaved. <laughs> <laughs> That's the case. A baby will act good for a week straight. Like, yeah, Santa's coming. Got my stuff. Won't even say thank you. Yeah. No. I was pissed off seeing kids open presents say, thank you, Santa. Where do you see him at? Yeah, no. Because it's me right here. Facts. Yeah, my I don't kids got no money my, right now. My daughter was like, hey, thanks, you know, to us. So, I mean, my older daughter knows, though. And, but my younger daughter... You know what was crazy? This year, I actually did question myself as to which route I want to go for my youngest because I did it already with my oldest daughter. So she I, she was probably around like five when she found out that Santa didn't exist. So I think that, like, do I want to carry on that tradition as just to being like, fuck it, they don't need to believe in Santa anyhow? Or do I want to try to do that in, like with my daughter, my youngest daughter more? It's you harder know what with older kids because you don't know if Lexi's going to be like, girl. Yeah, right. <laughs> What you talking about, Santa? Right. Mama about that. Yeah. You better tell her thank you. Yeah. Because I got the kind of kids that was like, she was, mm. Yeah, hmm. right. That's why I'm thinking. But I'm not sure. I, I, I was thinking about that this, but this Christmas. But like, isn't naive, though, does she? She's not. No. She's not. But still, I'm just thinking. We should stop saying these kids' names. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but oh, well. does she even believe in it, though? She's two, so it doesn't she matter. Know. But yeah, she's she like, like, oh, I came home to gifts. Like, oh, okay, tough. Tight. Did like, she even care about the gifts? Because Harlem She only cared about one care. gift. And you know what? First of all, Amazon be on some bullshit. Amazon be out here bamboozling motherfuckers, okay? What, did you get your prime pre-trial you. and ain't nothing was prime? No. It was all prime. Let me tell you what happened, okay? So um, my significant other, she uh, bought the kid, uh, Kai, a uh, um, kitchen set, right? Girl, why is the kitchen set like, it looks like almost like a cat size. Like a cat could play with it. Like it's that small. Like it's that small. But did small. she play real life size money? Yes. She paid like 50 something, bu- 50, 50 something bucks for it. $50 but, need to be at least two feet tall. Exactly. Because <laughs> they had one at Walmart that was like $54 that was like bigger than that. 
So I don't understand how she's like got bamboos. I told her like, it's okay, baby. Next time do it. Cause she tried to like, go ahead and take the initiative to, you know, get the kid something without me having to be involved. And I'm just like, Ooh, that's that ship sank quick. It's not but, as funny to everybody else because they don't know your spouse. And I'm yeah. just over here giggling because I'm like, this has been a long two weeks for yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's funny. She, she's been through a lot. <laughs> so she, she was actually like, what the fuck? Like, we were laughing about the shit. Because at that week, it was the day before Christmas. Christmas Eve, we was unwrapping stuff to, like, put it up. But it was funny. And she loves that toy specifically. And oh. that's what's really funny. Like, I was like, what the fuck? You don't care about this activity table that I bought you that was almost $100? Like, you know what I'm saying? She's like, mm-mm. Like, I like this little baby kitchen. The best thing I purchased this year was a LeapFrog laptop. Oh, yeah. Because um, my infant is very infatuated with keyboards. Oh, so as soon as, be, even before it came out the box, he's like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, go ahead. And he hasn't put it down. He's probably writing the paper right now. Oh. <laughs> he is just it's funny because I can imagine Harlem doing that. He's so invested. Funny. He he <laughs> and, so and when I call his name, he's like, huh? He's like, what you say? I'm busy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, sir. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. Um, Christmas tradition was different this year, but I think I definitely did my thing as far as, uh, you know, the hospitality and all that good stuff. So. Me too. I it's to the point where I'm done caring about other people. I got bills. I got kids. Oh, yeah. It's I'm, not even that I don't care over. about you. It's just like, this is expensive. Yeah, holiday. it's exhausting. It's exhausting. Like, literally, I had barely had time to sit down. Like, so, I cussed my sister out because I'm like, why would you take all these holiday pictures without me in none of them? And she was like, you were cooking the whole time. But, you 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 had an attitude. I'm like, I don't have an attitude. All y'all had a bad attitude, and it made me mad because I'm hosting. I paid for this space. Right. I paid for these pajamas. I paid for these presents. All y'all got to do is be Show happy. Yeah. And y'all over here complaining about hot cocoa, snow, and- They want a hot cocoa? There was hot cocoa. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know what they was complaining about. It just, it's kind of overwhelming when you're going out your way to be yeah. hospitable. And, 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 and it's, it's, it's teenage kids. Yeah. Because I'm not too far from a teenager myself. So mm. when a 16-year-old, I don't care if it's 10 years or not. When yeah. you come with the attitude, I got the same attitude. And actually give that back. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever right. you have, give it back. And that was kind of like bringing me down this holiday spirit. It's like, mm. I'm going out my way to do for y'all yeah. and y'all have an attitude. And I you think that just comes with the teenage territory too. Like, oh, cut grandmas. Grannies. Oh, really? Grannies are the same way. They get overwhelmed so fast. You wasn't doing shit. <laughs> and that's probably the problem for my grandma. Oh, it, it, yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's it's the shift of yeah. not power, but like, yeah. I don't need you just in my kitchen. The torch. Yeah. yeah, you know, like, I don't need you in my kitchen right now. How about you just go sit down and go watch the kids? I definitely had to sit her ass down a couple times. Keep popping in my kitchen. Facts. Keep opening my oven. Like, yeah, can, can my cheese brown? Yeah. Can you stop doing that? Yeah. <laughs> you made mac and cheese? I didn't make mac and cheese, but I made a pasta with mozzarella oh. cheese. And I didn't want it like brown, like how you do macaroni, but I just oh, wanted a you little bit, but my yeah. granny kept opening it, trying to stir oh, my yeah. pasta. No. I said, Back "Don't you don't even know what I'm making because yeah. you never made this once." Yeah. I'm tired of the same, and that's another thing: traditions changing, and older people feeling some kind of way. Like, oh, yeah. like I don't want a ham on Christmas anymore. Mm. I, you know, like we've mm. been doing that for 23 years now, right? Yeah. So <laughs> let, let's let's do something different. Chicken. And it was really good in the air fryer too. Did you? Oh, yeah. I already seen. It. I'm talking about. Did you? Yeah, I've seen it, was, it already. It was good. <laughs> It was really good, like. But I did the if traditional don't cooking know, for. Tanisha can cook, so when <laughs> you, when this post on YouTube, just start requesting things, and hopefully she'll bring me some. <laughs> so whatever you want to see me eat, ask her for it in the comments. 
Bitch, Please. no. <laughs> Mac and cheese and roast is the one. So just <laughs> I made some of that shit Comment that below. Too. Yeah. I'm, they, um, I definitely had to sit my grandma down, though. She fell asleep on my damn couch. She Mm-mm. was so bored. Like, she literally Mm-mm. fell asleep. And my granny don't drink, don't do nothing. Mine well. either. She smoked, but... Mm, no, nah, my yeah. granny was just distressed. Like, you got me with these kids. <laughs> I can't cook nothing. Did she have pajamas on? She did. Oh. She did. You didn't take no pictures of her. I didn't see her. I didn't take no pictures of, like, nothing. My my sisters had pictures with her, but she, uh. she, was, she was just in the... I'm only taking one. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> And then when I made the food, she's like, this sausage is goddamn spicy. Oh, and just eat it. I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> but as far as pussy talk, before we get into the main topic, do you believe in holiday sex? So like when Christmas, New Year's Eve, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, whenever, do you have, do you go out your way to have sex or make sex more special? No, I don't. Maybe because I'm not into role play either. I think I think like role play has a lot to do with that. Like say like you about to give your nigga some Christmas pussy, so you put on like a Christmas Santa. <laughs> put role. a bow on your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> shit like that. I think that has a lot to do with like role playing and shit. So I don't think that I'm into that. Valentine's Day, of course you're gonna have good sex because it's Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. But like you know St. Patrick's Day and all that other extra shit. Like no, <laughs> well, I'm not dressing up as a four leaf clover. <laughs> I don't know. I, am I into no? And, and my spouse and mind you, we were in the hotel, and the hotel was not. It, it was not in a secluded way. So mm-hmm. both of the bedrooms were open. I think the space. upstairs is like a lofty. Yeah, it's a lofty, thing. and the beds are downstairs. So even yeah. if we wanted to have sex, do we really want everyone to hear us? Fuck no. Exactly. So I'm no. just like, I'm not doing that. No hell no. And, but other than that, I don't think like sex on holidays are like. Oh, need to do it today is the day like right just catch me on tuesday yeah please. facts please facts. <laughs> and i was exhausted too just from like hosting and all of that shit so i feel like and i was men, really tired really and quickly. not even men spouses especially w- the more feminine spouses the host is the more hospitable one the the more like masculine or whatever who has more masculine energy they're not as hospitable so they just be acting like why are you so tired i've been cooking <laughs> pleasing all smiling day. please like, like I'm, i just burnt my hand on a pot and here i am smiling at your mama oh what you need right let me bring it yeah <laughs> like no i'm tired i don't mm-hmm. have any coochie for you today facts <laughs> none <laughs> It's not working. Out no, of commission. No baby. Nothing, bitch. <laughs> Nothing. Don't have throwing it sore. <laughs> no, yeah. I think that holiday sex is like, it's cool. But I don't, I mean, and I admire it. But I mean, I just, I just was, I'm not into like the foreplay as far as the role play goes. Like, oh my God. Yeah, so you're not putting play. on a Santa hat and socking. Fuck no. That's, it just, I don't know. It just seems so weird. Like maybe because I've never been like, I've been confident, but I've never, I've never like danced for anybody. And I've never wore a real set of lingerie before ever. Like I've had them in my closet, but I've never like, oh, this is going to be cute when I put it on one day. I did it once. It for me and my experience, it's not like worth it because men don't really care. We care about that. We care about the whole, I don't care either behind it. I don't care either. But men are just like, okay, that's cute. But let me take it off. So what's the point of me having it on? Exactly. That's but what I'm saying. I'm I, like, oh, there's no point. Our main pussy talk segment for today is, um, I, I asked you this question earlier in the week. Does two men and a female count oh. as a threesome? Yes, you did. <laughs> I forgot all about that. <laughs> I actually, I'm like, did, did, does it count? Um, does it count to me personally? Or does it count to society? Took, so, there's no, two I, different things. I, well, at the end of the day, three people is three people and that's a threesome. Whether Absolutely. it's three people, three cats, three Facts. birds, it's a threesome. This is how I feel. Okay, so my main thing about it is, okay, if it's two men that are, like, busting you down, like, 
it's a nasty situation. They don't respect you. Like they don't even have their fucking shoes off. Then that's a fucking train. But uh, I don't but think that's true. If it's, I think it's true. No, I think it's true. I think a it's train true. is one out of another. No, I think that if one comes, the next come. Every fifteen minutes, the next one coming. A true. train. True. A train. Okay, so let's not if it's a train. at the same time, at the same that's time, that's a threesome. Hell no. I think it's all about the way that it's done. Like, is a threesome like? You know, two females going at it, and then a dude comes in. He's there for the contrast, but he's going at it with them. Like they're all feeling it, and they're into it, and it's a, it's a thing. Like that's that's a threesome to me. But if it's like two niggas and one female, and they're just like they're fucking you, like with no respect, they don't give a fuck about pleasing you at all. Like how can that be considered a threesome? Like I don't know. I feel like when so, a threesome was with three with two women and one man. Since I've spoken from, I've only done one of these. I've never mm-hmm. done the other one. So I've only had a threesome with a woman and a man. And I feel like with those type of situations there, it's like, we all want to please each other. Like we all, we, this is, this is a thing. Like we're all, we're into it. Let but me ask you this question. The other one is like, if, if the situation is the couple, you and the man, mm-hmm. and if you're only looking to please each other and that third person there is just as an addition, is that still a threesome? Or are you and your yeah. boyfriend running the train? I think it could be looked at as both ways. Like, for I think society says that two men and one woman is a bust down. I don't think that's true. true. I don't think it's true. I don't think it's true. I think a train is one out of one after another. Train, and regardless, a, a bust down situation is like one one woman and multiple men. Okay, at wait. One time. Maybe a train might be two men and one girl because usually two men and one girl is one in the front, I think one in the back, not, and, think, and that's like a no choo choo. I think your theory is more more like the train situation. That fits train better, like but, your theory. But that's that's mm-hmm. with me the little one bus that could. Other. That's a train. That's but a train. one in the front, one in the back. That is given because you know that's how a train is. One in the front, yeah, one, one in the, the back. Chugga 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 chugga. I mean. <laughs> But I just think it it's a stereotype because I think it's wrong for it men to make women feel less for thinking that having two men at once is satisfying because you're a man, you're attracted to women, having two men at once sound like, ooh, double double up. For, this for is me. great. But when a woman thinks of it like, oh, you low down, dirty hoe. Yeah. How could you? Yeah. How? You, you get like that reaction that? a lot. Like people, even even women will say that it's not a threesome too. Like I've heard, it's been like a, a thing on Pick like me. social media. Pick, Pick me. me. Yeah, for you sure. You had that dream. For sure. Facts. <laughs> you, you had seen, that you've dream. You've seen Savages for sure. If you haven't seen fat Savages, definitely take a, that's about a, a polyandrous relationship. Okay. But so on the topic of threesomes, what I think makes it different is because men who aren't homosexual, bisexual, are just aren't comfortable with that spectrum of sex. That's what makes it difference so do you think that there's a difference between i can't tell because niggas love saying how they bust bitches down they love saying that but they don't there's also so there's a threesome where it's one man one in the back but there's also the other threesome where the men are interactive with each other so i think it's more of the man aspect of it where they think a threesome because the threesome with women include the women kissing include the women eating each other coochie it's and, more... and doing all that and i think once you say threesome men think like we're looking at them in that light like oh i ain't looking no way dick yeah. My dick ain't touch his dick. I ain't even see his dick. <laughs> like let a man they tell it. Dick. They be saying they, they don't even. They say it. they don't even look. They it's say they have their eyes. Closed. I had a nigga actually told me that he looked at another nigga's dick and was like, "Damn, his shit big." Like compared to no, I think compared. men think that though. they do. They I've do. heard men say that they don't watch porn with their significant other just because the dicks in the porn isn't what they got, and they don't she. want their bitch thinking about nothing else. Like you gotta at least let her think about then, it. At least didn't I think your has your bitch ever had sex with anybody else? Then because. 
all dicks are different. So regardless if some I look curves, at porn darker. or not, like if I had, if I some had with good, at least some three, don't. four niggas, them three, four niggas dicks was not the same. So I know what different dick feels, tastes like, all of that. But one thing is, is so I'm not a male and I'm not someone who is just like a coochie connoisseur, but I think that there's more consistency in coochie than there is in Fuck yes. penis. So the only I think, thing, I think the only thing is the, like the, the variation of wetness and the variation of how it looks. That's the only thing. But when men, we get different colors, we get different sizes, we get uncircumcised, <laughs> we get circumcised, curved, it's curved, curved, it's not, there's Short, stamina, there's small. no stamina. So it's, it's just a huge variety that I feel like Pencil. men have the more space to be insecure about it because yeah. at the end of the day and i'm also a strong believer is if it's not wet it's not me it's you oh that's yeah, really yeah. how i feel that yeah. like um i think that men be like oh her coochie was dry like and i'm me being the female that i am i'm like well maybe it was because not even maybe it had to have been because of you like there's no other way i'm a woman so i know like when, when a nigga i drink says, my water right facts, i eat my like, fruit i know i know a nigga even when i don't be eating my fruit your pussy still if you're turned on your pussy still gonna get wet if you don't eat your fruit it might not smell too well but it, but will, it work. will work <laughs> <laughs> there's no way to break it yeah <laughs> i mean like you should be getting a nice healthy flow down that motherfucker and but. i feel like that's another thing that also needs to take i think the whole stereotype around threesomes come from men and security you know, mm. like um, you're not secure enough to be in the same space as another man. You're not secure enough in true. your sexuality being in space with another man. Because at the end of the yep, day, true. no matter how many threesome I have or haven't had, you're not going to tell me I'm gay. I don't care if I did kiss a girl. I yeah. like men. <laughs> men don't feel comfortable to say that. And women aren't comfortable enough to believe that. Because yeah. there's someone who's like, oh, you had a threesome with a man? And they'll be like, oh, I don't want you. You nothing. Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I feel like it's I don't want to have a I don't want to date anyone that has sex with men. And when we were talking about this on a, one of our episodes, actually, you guys can go back and look. We were talking about this actually specifically when we were saying that black women specifically have that stigma around we don't want to date bisexual men, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that um me personally, I think it all stems from like AIDS. Cause that's the first thing that you say when you think about men having sex with men, even though I don't think that the hype is like around AIDS and same sex relationships are the same now that you do your own digging and your research. But pretty much that came from back in the what 70s, 60s, that if you were a man having a sex with a man, you were automatically get AIDS. And I think that that is where the stigma comes from as far as people being so fearful of dating other a, a, a man that's interested in men because Oh my God, For AIDS. me, to be quite honest, the reason I say that I don't want to be with a man who has been with men is solely the purpose of you can't replace penis. As a female, I don't think that I could... As a female who has been with men, has been intimate with men as long and as deep as I have, I don't think I could be intimate with the female and be completely satisfied. Mm. Penetration, the whole movement of penetration is such a thing. There's so mm. many feelings and vibrations around it. I don't think bumping coochies could give me that. But as far as looking at a man, if you are if you've been penetrated, I can't penetrate you. Right. And I you don't can, think I, I can. But I'm not comfortable. I can't. I'm not going to thrust my hips you with the can't. strap on. That's what I'm not going to do. Yeah. And I don't think I can replace that with just my vagina. I think that you can, though, when it comes from a man aspect. And I think that it can from a woman aspect as okay, well. Okay, let me ask this. If you, if you were with a man, because mm-hmm. do you think if they were, if they liked it, liked right. penetration, would you be willing to penetrate them? Would I be willing to penetrate them yes. on a daily basis? No. no. Like once a month? No. 
No. No. That's because I wouldn't. That's because okay, I wouldn't every date quarter. Once a quarter. Once a quarter. Fuck no. I wouldn't date anyone that was bisexual. But Only why? Because I'm scared. Why? Because you're scared AIDS. to get cheated. You're not. You're scared of AIDS. I'm more scared to get cheated on by a man. I don't feel like I could compete no, with the man. It's more of the on I a relationship level. situation for me, bro. Like it's it's it because it's that big stigma that like was drilled into your head. Like that was a thing, bro. Do you not remember that? I, it came I from do. same sex relationships. Like that's where people hyped up the stigma for AIDS. Like for me. Ugh. It's more so of a man as a provider. More times than not, men have more money. More times than not, when you have sex with a man, you feel a little bit more. I just feel like a man mm. got a lot more to offer to me. And then you got and you also not when it comes to a, uh, not when it comes to other men. I don't. Not me. No. If, if I'm talking about a gay man who appreciates the same thing about a man that I appreciate, I don't know if See, I can we're comp- talking about we're, we're talking about a bisexual man who likes and prefers women and men, but I don't feel like I have any competition when it comes to that. I don't know. I feel like I can put it on them just correctly. I can put if them on was, them correctly, I, but I, I can't put them. It feels different because a man, she's bodies in his ass. I can't reach that with my coochie. Yeah, that's true. And that's true. that's but the you bottom can reach line. it with your finger and you can Mm, so yes, are you comfortable can. doing that stuff though? Fuck no. Okay. I would never date a side bisexual man though. <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, so that's just all I'm saying is that if you prefer those kind of things, I, I think we have a. I think we have a. We are. We have a good chance, and we have a fighting chance to be what that man prefers. In you know, in a long term relationship, I think that a bisexual man can be completely satisfied with only fucking a woman. That's just me. And I think that bisexual women can also be, and I know bisexual women. I'm also a bisexual woman. Well, women though, I think it's different mm. because I think that women are able to orgasm easier Facts. with women, um, are able to be more intimate with women, are able mm. to have a more healthy relationship with women just because they understand each other. For men, yeah. I feel like it's harder for a man to be with a woman. So if you have already been with a man, if they're bisexual. Play- if you're bisexual, I think even if you're straight, I, I do. I think now let me word this correctly for a man to be with the woman. It's easier because sometimes people are completely straight, but have better relationships with their friends or their long term childhood friends, which are males than they do with their spouse. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's easier for men to build healthier relationships with men, whether those are romantic relationships that have to do with your sexual orientation. Right. But I think for people who are bisexual, I think they'll have an easier time having that relationship with a man because mm. men don't always want to be cuddled. Men don't always want to go on dates. Men have a lot of different preferences because they're men than we have that I think men will fall. That's why I would have like an issue like, oh, you're bisexual? I don't know if I could do for you right. what a man can do because I can't penetrate you. I mean, I could, but... That's the only thing that a bisexual... That's the only thing that a man will have one up on you is with another... I'm a woman, is with so penetration. I know how valuable and how great it feels. Mm. I don't know if I can compete, sir. You had it? I can compete. Let me see it. That's that's why I was like, let I me feel see confident. What, let, let me see what you got. I feel let confident. Me, let me that see what he gave me. I, I feel <laughs> confident that females can stand their ground when it comes to a bisexual man. I feel like he it really depends. And it really depends on what type of bisexual you're dating, I guess. Like all bisexual men don't want to fuck men all the time. You know what I'm saying? So I think it also depends on what type of bisexual man you're talking about. Like if you're going years without fucking men anyways, then you know what's the difference between when you get in a relationship with a woman and you're fucking a woman anyhow like because you don't get you don't fuck a man all the time before we get into our end of segments this is my only question for you how do you feel about that in general like do you feel like if a so for me i personally don't feel like a man having doing any sexual act with a man is per se gay because you can do it with a man and be like i don't like that 
Oh no. You no. don't think that? Nope. I feel like I feel like if you thought about it, then you're gay. Period. Do you feel that way about for girls? Though? Nope. Why? Because I feel like I, I'm sexist when it comes to. I can admit it. I can admit that. I can. I can really admit that. I can admit that. Like I can date a bisexual woman, but I can't date a bisexual man. But just what, like how what, men what? say. Just like how men say that having a threesome with another man is gay, or it's considered a train or a bust down situation, and having a another threesome with a woman and another woman. But is what's a the difference for you though? Like, what is the but women feel this way, so that's what makes it different. Or men feel this way, so that's what makes it different. For me, I kind of feel the same way. But for me, my ending factor is that we're both getting penetrated. And no matter what, a woman can't penetrate you the same way a man can. Even if I use my two fingers. True. This is not the width of a penis. True. This is not the the feeling, the vein. It's it's not the same. So I yeah. can't give you that same pleasure. So I that's why I'm speaking from a that. heterosexual type of view too because at oh, the same yeah, time was, like that's why I'm asking you this more yeah, than like, answering it because I'm not per se heterosexual even though I have had, you know, um, I consider you heterosexual. <laughs> If you wouldn't date a woman long term, I really don't consider you bisexual. Like if you can't date a long, like a real woman long term, how could you really be considered bisexual? Like you just enjoy sex with females, really. Like I don't, I wouldn't classify you immediately as bisexual. I would classify you as I'm heterosexual, but, but why I like does that change for men because there's some men Man, who have fuck that. just today on Facebook. I seen someone getting exposed. Me too. I didn't see it specifically. Somebody told me about it. Oh, I seen it, and it. Through what I seen, it was somebody expressing like, I like females. I always like females. I've only done this a couple times. Keep it a secret. I'm willing to do it with you. Oh, yeah, he gay. He gay? He, he Riley's boy. He gay. He fighting demons. <laughs> that nigga gay. <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like if it was a woman though. It wouldn't be so frowned upon. And that's what's fucked up when it comes to I think it's like we all live in a sexist ass world. So I think that, like you said, like with the whole men thinking that women's are, women are hoes for wanting to have threesomes with two men against one another woman and a man, I feel like they're sexist in their own right. And I feel like when we come, when we, we judge them and we're sexist in our own right, when we say that a man is straight up gay, when you're willing to have sex with men periodically, but you're claiming that you like females, like clearly you like men too. Clearly, you like you can't say I like females, but I be doing this sometimes. Like, there's just what you like men too. You like I, men I too. I feel like it would be easier for men to be okay to be confident in their sexuality if women were okay with their sexuality because it's oftentimes a woman comes to man like, oh, women have just been with a stud, been with a full on girl or whatever, and go get a boyfriend, and the man won't say nothing about it. Like, oh, that was your last situation, but let a woman do it. We're gonna keep bringing it up every week. We're gonna keep checking. Actually, let me see your phone. We've you been talking still to like women. <laughs> you know, and so I do feel like it's a double standard. It is, um, it is, it is. But for me, to that point, though, I also, I don't not believe in double standards. I I would prefer to have a man, if I'm in a relationship, I, I want you to be the leader in my house. I want you to pay my bills. I want you to take out the trash. I want you to do everything that a man is supposed to do on paper. And I have no mm -hmm. problem with you expecting me to do everything a woman does on paper. And I feel like there's some people who live in a world where that's not like that. Like double standards can't. exist. Like we can't, we can't shake that. No matter which way you try to slice it, dice it, whatever the fuck, double standards do exist. And you just have to live true to your own double standards. Like my own double standards that I would never date a bisexual man. And any man out there that's watching this podcast, I mean, don't feel ashamed. Like you know what I'm saying. I mean, it does seem like I'm coming off judging you. Oh, I'm not judging you. It's just I mean, not for men me. Judge women in their own yeah, right. No, but it, just because it's just because you're saying you won't do it, that doesn't mean you're judging them. No. You're not saying you're not. Saying, don't ever come around me. Can't be around. You can't be in the same room. I love room gay as people, you. but 
is it for be me? honest about your choices though and that's better for you find people who are honest about your choices decide don't decide to be with someone who you like and because they're saying like oh i can try this i'd rather be with somebody who knows that they they, they, they they're comfortable with my lifestyle exactly. versus somebody who's willing to try my lifestyle or somebody who who may not be sure you Thanks. know and i feel like it's okay for people to say like i'm not comfortable with that because even with two straight two, two heterosexual who two heterosexual people mm. someone might like they asked eight and a man might look like mm, that's not for me can't do it we Thanks. can't be together that's so i feel like men women whoever who are are gay should look at it the same way like oh i like girls that's not gonna work for him cool right. oh i like men too that's not gonna work for her okay cool right. i want my ass eight it's not gonna work for you Next, <laughs> like Next. you know, and so I Next. feel like people should treat it in that way, but also you know, like we're. And I like the ass play too, since we're like since you touched on that with the with the ass eight and all that. It's extra the ass play. It sounds ass so play. nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I like ass play, by the way. <laughs> From a man or a woman, anyhow, um, I feel like um, with you can only go so far when it comes to ass play for men too before you nigga you gay type shit. Like if you ask me to eat your ass, I'll I'm gonna tell you no because I don't eat I don't eat men's ass because men don't be confession. men don't be shaving. Confession, you ate, you ate ass before? Confession. No, I haven't. But I was really really drunk one night and I tried to. And when I tell you that my face is still sore just thinking about how hard I got kicked. I that shit nasty, it. bro. I tried Nick, to. Men be I having, they be drunk. having dingleberries, bro. Dingleberries. I'm like. confident that he washes his ass. Nah, fuck that. They be having <laughs> hair down there. Who want to eat a man's ass who, who, be, who don't be shaving? No, but for me, though. Can I'm you a- imagine how hairy your ass get when you don't shave? I'm a That's sh- how niggas assholes be looking. And you gonna eat that shit? I'm a strong believer in anything a man does with a woman is not gay. So whether it's anal play, that ass eating, ball licking, nipple sucking. I'm doing all of that. You know ball sucking and nip- ball sucking? Ball go- no, but they're ball th- gobbling and motherfucking uh and nipples the nipple licking too if the nigga is like if you like that. But Not that's the thing. All, nipple, all have nipples been... have sensitive, right? Yeah, they, no, they like it. They like it. Exactly. They but they just some they uh, think it's gay. They have like an alarm, a batmobile or something in their head that's gay, 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 gay. Stop, stop. I'm like, okay. I think all nipples have like a, a nice sensitive like area to them. So I feel like I think that I, I like it when it comes to men or women. But but I, I think it works, but for, I me, like it. for me, specific, I'm willing to go wh- whichever way you want to do. If it's a woman and a man, I'll do it. Yeah, me too. And I think I'm more comfortable feeling that way because I've been in a relationship so long and I'm okay, confident to say that I don't think that he's been cheating Would with you a man. be down for a threesome if your man approached you and said, let's get another man? Oh, hell no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because why do you want him here? <laughs> The hell? Yeah, how about y'all gonna have a twosome? Right, fact. That's what he wanted. That's what he because wanted. I'm to do, confused. Why are you bringing him but to you, me? Would you be supportive if he was like? Would you be like? Would you look at him the same if you brought a man and you? No, and but he was the, like, all right, cool. But, I'm but, the, try but, it. The, but the one thing I will say about it is I wouldn't take a threesome for my man whether he offered a man or whether he offered a girl. Woman. Okay, because if he comes with a girl, oh, you must want to have sex with her. If you right. come with a man, oh, you must want to have sex with her. <laughs> right. But for me, but if you offered it and put it on the table, and he said, "Fuck it, I love you so much that I'm willing to, I'm willing to try it." Would you? Would I, I you think the same both ways. So I think if I came with a man, he might think like, "Oh, you want to fuck that nigga?" Tasia. You know. Which but what if he did? True. But what? But if he did say like, "I'm willing to try it because I like you and I love you and we, I trust you," type shit, would you still look at him the same like he wasn't gay? You too freaky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but there is a such thing as cuckolding, which yeah. I think is different. I, I, I'm more into that. 
Yeah. I, let me watch you have sex with someone else. I don't need to join. That's a man I mean. or a woman. Please, a woman. <laughs> please, 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 me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. A woman. A man yeah. on man just is it's very masculine. It I smells wanna, like sweat to me. I do want to experience an MMF club. A MMF. Yeah, a MMF. I do want to. I want. I do want to experience. You want a man, to experience man, it? I watch it. Huh? I watch it, but I I do want to experience that. I do. Men, men, female, but not them a, fucking a part. Not no, a man, man, female, but that's usually like bisexual porn. That's what they use. That's the term yeah, they use for bisexual porn. But I do want to do a threesome with two men that don't are not fucking each other. Yeah, I think I think the only thing that will ever hinder you or anyone from doing it is the outlook on it. Like I think like although in this conversation you saying you want to do it, I just, actually had someone who said they would do it, the, like that I was in a long term relationship with, who said they'll do it, but. If you had did it, would you feel confident that now in whatever distance of your relationship that someone will be like, um, I wouldn't care. That bitch a hoe. I wouldn't care. You wouldn't care? Nope. I don't think I would care if one person was saying it. I wouldn't social care. media, it'll make me feel some kind like of like, if they like, put, okay. See, that's nah. the thing, though. I wouldn't fuck with a motherfucker who would put stuff on social media like that anyways. If he said it to me, uh, to my family, you a hoe. You let me in this nigga, mm, 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 type shit. Oh, yeah. I, it was you know what I'm saying? I laugh, like, fuck, and you did. Go to hell. So what? But, yeah, go to the <laughs> hottest Don't part, bring it to but, Facebook so no, 50 oh, other people who wasn't no. there can have... That's, I think that's what hinders anyone from doing it is social media, specifically. Yeah. It has nothing yeah. to do with even word of mouth. Because yeah. 50 people talking about somebody what you who you trust. Like, you know, anybody that I was in a long-term relationship with, I trust them. I did trust them to a certain capacity. And I would do something like that. Even when we did have threesomes with other women as well, I trusted them. You have to trust them in that capacity too. Like, I think it's all about the trust level when it comes to all, all these threesome situations, whether it's with a man and a man or a woman and another woman, like it just all depends on that trust. And I would never even try to even ever explore that realm with someone who I don't trust, like to that full capacity, whether it's running your mouth, whether it's trying to go behind my back and fuck the girl, whether it's trying, you know, running your mouth by the word through word of mouth. Or if you get mad, you're going to explode and tell people like little shit like that. So I got to trust you in every aspect. You know and what I'm even saying? Trust doesn't go far enough. I think it has enough to do with maturity. Yeah. From the other party as well. Yeah, I was gonna say because you and from know. the other person as well. Yeah, I'm like because you already know the situation I've been in this year where it just wasn't <laughs> the most flattering. <laughs> it wasn't the worst. It wasn't the worst, but but to the to the point though, it, it wasn't what you expected someone to do that with. Yeah. Regardless of like me being a female and it being another female, there are certain boundaries and trust that should be around those situations. And mm -hmm. I would like to think that there aren't people just out here. Oh, you want to have a threesome with me? Let's go. Right. Like, I think you would read the room, the Absolutely. people involved, the person Absolutely. you're doing it with, trust, Absolutely. respect. And when someone breaks that, you're kind of looking like, oh, you joke grass. <laughs> who, the, who the hell is you? <laughs> do I even know you? Get to sleeping with a stranger and sleeping with the enemy and shit. Like, do I even really know who you are? You are the like, Jedi. Like, yeah, okay. Thanks. But uh, we're going to wrap it up um, just to touch base with everybody on our podcast platform as well about our party on January 3rd uh, coming up at the Reserve in Minneapolis. We'll be airing these episodes um, sometime around that time. We don't have a set date yet. I don't think. I think it's January 6th that we're shooting for around that time. We'll be airing these episodes they're out. They're coming either way. Um, they're coming at the very beginning of January, but we're going to be putting all of the bells and whistles on our last episodes that we're going to be, you know, 
Did massive you watch dumping. the Too Short versus E40 versus? No. Okay. But I know that I prefer E40 yeah. over Too Short. Don't know. Any Bitch. day. Facts. Any day. <laughs> um, but we'll be having that at the reserve. Uh, we'll be having the liquor district on the open bar. We'll be having Bag Ladies Kitchen on the catering. And we'll also be having DJ K Reeves on the ones and twos. So anybody that is there, make sure that you guys are getting Anybody that has VIP or that's coming for the private screening of our air, of our um, airing of our show, please make sure that you come at 7 o'clock. Doors will be closing at 715. Uh, no running in and out. As we know that there are COVID restrictions, please make sure that you come in with your mask um, as well. Even though when you are seated, you do not have to have your mask on. Um, please make sure that everybody that has general admission shows up at 8. Doors will be closing for that around 815, 830. Um, and then we'll also be concluding the event at 10 o'clock. Hopefully the world's open. We can have us after party, but um, if everybody not, be- good night. Yeah. We have day jobs. Facts. <laughs> true. Oh, yeah, it is on a Sunday. We, we do have day jobs, but yeah, if, if the outside is open, I can just, you know, drink power energy through. drinks. I could power through. But and if, if not, I'm going to sleep. Tyra keeps forgetting to mention that it is her birthday on Sunday. No, the well. reason for that, though, is because I feel like it's my birthday. Like, I feel like we both put a lot into this. This is both our passion project. We're both yeah. putting in time and money to it. So I don't want to slight you or even our brand by saying, yeah. oh, it's my birthday. But feel, it is your birthday, though. It is my birthday, be, but I feel be, like. Even me and you, me and my friends, we could celebrate that outside of our brand event. Like, yeah, I, it, th- there doesn't true. need to be a birthday cake. We don't need to sing no, happy yeah, birthday. Yeah, right. You know, so it's just like, we don't have to do that there. I, my birthday's at midnight. We have a whole 14 hours <laughs> we do. to Before tend the, to it. Yeah. And I probably will be glowing in, in the best mood because it's my birthday, but yeah. it doesn't need to be my birthday party because it's not, it's not really about the, the day I was born. But it's it is about birthday. the day I IKTR was born and, and what we're giving you and what we're going to do for where we're from and the people that support us and continue to be involved with True. this. So that's more, that's really why I'm not like, it's my birthday too, bitch. Right, right, 24, right. 24, bitch. Yeah. Kobe year, bitch. Yeah, all that. <laughs> but I don't need to do that yes. because it it's something now. bigger that I think is like more impactful than just me being born. Yeah. It's I'm not baby know. Jesus, so kind of, but <laughs> <laughs> next week, I, sh- I should change my name to that Tylee, aka baby Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Girl, bye. <laughs> no, you, that used to be the baby name, baby I know Jesus. I, yeah. I said, boy, you look like you used to call yourself baby Jesus. But we're here concluding our episode. Thank you for guys. Thank you guys for tuning in with the I Don't Ask Right podcast. Um, we'll be seeing you guys next time. If you are not following us on any type of platform, please, do. please make sure that you like our Facebook page. We do go live uh, with trending topics um, every. Saturday around three to four o'clock um, on our Facebook page. So if you're missing out on that and you're only listening on Apple Podcasts, we love that. But please do tune into that because that's a nice fun app. You can uh, also catch us on Instagram. You can also catch us on YouTube. Another place to catch us is Clubhouse at Ty Lee at Hannah Hustle. We have the group Land of Ten Thousand Greats. We try to host conversations, curate conversations through our individual pages as well as our group. Um, as we see, it's getting very saturated with oh, a different leave culture. It, leave it. Leave it. We're going to conclude the show. Because I will tell you Thank y'all. you for guys for listening to <laughs> I Know That's Right it. podcast today. She said leave it. I will tell y'all. You guys have a good one.